Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. <laughs> well, bless God, when you know this, you'll do like I do a lot of time. When the devil attacks me, I start laughing. Say nothing, get on out of here, boy. Hey, just start laughing at it. Just start laughing at it. But somebody else opens the door to the devil and says, come on in. And then they'll get up and brag about it in church, testify what all he's doing. The New English Bible, and speaking of the them, said, which are declining to their end. The rulers, the princes, King James said, the princes of this world that are come to naught. The princes, the rulers of this age, which are declining to their end. Now wait a minute. The devil has hoodwinked the church. People keep talking about how strong the devil gets. The Bible said he's declining. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today we continue the series, The Name of Jesus, Volume 2 by Kenneth E. Hagan. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan's message. Now, I want you to realize something. We read there in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, that we wrestle not against principalities and, or against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, rulers of the darkness of this world, and spiritual wickedness, as King James translation said, in heavenly places. Or as the margin said, wicked spirits, that's demons, in the heavens. Now realize this. You say, are the wicked spirits up in heaven? Now wait and stop a minute. The Bible talks about three heavens. You remember in 2 Corinthians 12, the apostle Paul said, I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago. He's talking, all Bible scholars agree about his own experience. I knew a man in Christ above 14 years ago, whether in the body or out of the body, how that he was caught up into the third heaven. And the next verse he said he's caught up into paradise. The third heaven is paradise. Now, the Bible speaks of three heavens first, the atmospheric heaven right above us here. Above that is the, the heaven where the, the heavens where the stars are. And then above that is the heaven of heavens, which is paradise, and where the throne of God is. Now, you see, when he said wicked spirits in the heavens, he's talking about the first heaven. The atmosphere right about about us. That's the teaching of the Word of God. Now, they exist. But we should realize this fact. And I want to nail it down again. That these principalities and powers and rulers, rulers in this age, so to say in world, this age, ruling, well, we see visible people up here are ruling, but yet behind it are, are, are these spirits that's dominating them very often. Now, we need to realize, though, that Jesus, remember the scripture that we went over? Look at it again. Colossians 2.15, the word of God said concerning the Lord Jesus that he spoiled principalities and powers that's those same principalities and powers that we wrestle against. He spoiled them. 
He made a show of them openly triumphing over them in it. Another translation said, He put to naught principalities and powers. Another translation said, He destroyed it. Another translation said, He paralyzed it. Now, Satan is a defeated foe. Hallelujah. You need to know that. Now, turn over again to that verse. We looked at it in, in briefly. Let's look at it a little bit more in detail in, in 1 Corinthians 2, the sixth verse. Oh, I think it'd be good if we just start with the first verse and read down through the sixth verse. And I, brethren, Paul said, when I came unto you, came not with excellency of speech, art of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ. That's all he knew. Paul was an educated man, but I was determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of men's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. That's the kind we need. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, Yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that are come to naught. I think maybe that's a little bit blind. There's a little secret there that we just sort of glaze over and miss. Moffat's translation said, The dethroned powers who rule this world. Instead of saying the princes of this world that come to naught. Moffat's trying to say, the dethroned powers who rule this world. Well, who dethroned them? Jesus did. In his death, burial, and resurrection. Remember what Paul said right into the church at Philippi there in Philippians, second chapter, 9, 10th, and 11th verses, speaking about Christ raising Jesus from the dead, far above all principality and power and might and dominion, and has given him a name above every name, that is the name of Jesus. Every knee should bow of things or beings in heaven. Now notice he didn't say in the heaven of heavens, in heaven. That's in the atmospheric heaven where these demons and spirits are, you see. Or on up there in the starry heaven even. Things or beings in heaven and in earth and under the earth. They should, they must bow. Hallelujah. Because see, he dethroned them. He dethroned them. Well, why are they still ruling this world? Because the world don't know it. Now, we know it. Let's read some other translation. Young's translation. Nor of the rulers of this age, see, nor of the rulers of this age, instead of the princes of the world, rulers of this age, now get this, of those becoming useless. You see, when we know Jesus dethroned them, then as far as we're concerned, all of these demons and devils and evil spirits become useless. Ooh, you get the picture. <laughs> Hallelujah. You get what he's saying. You won't ever be afraid of the devil anymore. He sticks his head up. You won't run. He'll run from you. Now, let's read another translation. Amplified translation. Of this present age, talking about wisdom of this present age, or of this world, are leaders and rulers of this age who are being brought to nothing. 
and are doomed to pass away. Now he's talking about the rulers of this age. Talking about demons and evil spirits. He said they are being brought to nothing. You know, one translation said Jesus put them to naught. That means he reduced them to nothing. Now, they're being brought to nothing by us. They're doomed to pass away eventually. But they're being brought to nothing right now because Jesus defeated them and gave us his name to use against them. And in my name, they'll exercise authority. Another way to say that, in my name, these demons will be rendered useless. They'll be brought to nothing. Bless God, when you know this, you'll do like I do a lot of time. When the devil attacks me, I start laughing. Say nothing, get on out of here, boy. Amen. Just start laughing at it. Just start laughing at it. But somebody else opens the door to the devil and said, come on in. And then they'll get up and brag about it in church and testify what all he's doing. The New English Bible, and speaking of these demons, said, which are declining to their end. The rulers, the princes, King James said, the princes of this world that are come to naught. The princes, the rulers of this age, which are declining to their end. Now wait a minute. The devil has hoodwinked the church. People keep talking about how strong the devil gets. The Bible said he's declining. Didn't it? The New English translation. He's declining. He isn't growing stronger. Hallelujah. Especially in our lives. He's declining. To their end. Why is he holding sway in so many lives? Because they do not know the power of the name of Jesus. And that's why we're having seminars like this to teach people what their rights and privileges are. Now then, three things are necessary in order to pray and to take deliverance and victory over demons. First, we must be children of God. You remember the story, we'll not take time to turn and read it, but I think you're familiar with it, where the seven sons of Siva saw Paul casting out demons in the name of Jesus and so they found a man knew a man that's demon possessed and they said we adjure thee in the name of Jesus whom Paul preaches come out of him well now this man was possessed of the devil the devil used his voice and spoke through him took him over he said uh, Jesus I know and Paul I know but who are you and that one lone man jumped on those seven fellas and overcame them tore their clothes off of them and they run out naked they had no right to use that name. But that name belongs to the children of God. That name belongs to us. First, be sure you're a child of God. Now then, secondly, we must not have any unconfessed or unforgiving sin in our heart. For if we do, demons will laugh at our prayers. But if our hearts condemn us not, the Bible said, then we have confidence toward God and you'll have boldness also in the presence of demons. Don't let the devil bother you over your past life. If you've confessed it, you're forgiven. Hallelujah, laugh in his face. Third, now I think most of us know the first two, but we do not know the third step as we are. We must know 
the power of the name of Jesus and know how to use it. Now read the book of Acts carefully. Where's your textbook? The Bible is your textbook. I'll be honest with you. I've read a lot of books along this line, but I can't swallow everything they said because it's not in line with the Bible. They may be good people. may be friends of mine. I may love them in the Lord, but I just can't go along with them because it's not in line with the Acts of the Apostles. It's not in line with the Word of God. I'm reluctant to follow anybody when they get away from the Word. I believe the name of Jesus will work now just like it did then. I believe dealing with demons will work now just like it did then. Don't you believe that? Well, read the Acts of the Apostles carefully and notice how the disciples used the name. Just go through the Acts of the Apostles and underline it or, or write all the verses down relative to how they use the name in connection with demons and see what happened instantly usually. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. This month's special offer is the three CD series by Ken Hagen, Don't Let Your Stress Become Distress. For $21, get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And of course, our Oklahoma City Church at 8921 Northwest Expressway in Oklahoma City, Come on Sunday night at 6 p.m. and experience right. Sunday morning on Sunday, on night. Sunday night. Hey, you got the whole weekend and come, you know, a lot of people go on Sunday morning or they go on a Saturday night. Hey, just come on Sunday night. That's After right. you've had a good weekend, come. We're having a good time together there in Oklahoma City. Just come on out and be with us. Make plans to join us next week at this same time and station for more of this series by Kenneth E. Hagan. That's next week here on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.